Hello and welcome to Info Whores. We are your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm San and Pepe is right by our feet. You might hear him snoring, folks. It's because he's a pug. Um, today, we are going to be talking about elitism, celebrities, and dare I say, COVID-19. So, particularly what we wanted to address today is the fact that celebrities get to go on vacation, but we don't. So what do we think about that, Sandra? Um, I feel like I'm, I'm used to it. Like, nothing surprises me. Like, like, come on. Were you really surprised? Are you surprised every day in the news you see another politician, another celebrity on vacation? No, I'm not surprised. But what makes me angry is the fact that like, you know, the Kardashians, for example, whom I love, um, will say things to me like, stay home. I mean, I know they're not talking to me directly, but it feels like it. They are. They are. Um, stay home, Nat. But, you know, I know you're living in a 500 square foot apartment downtown Toronto, but you stay home while I get to be, you know, living the life in my 10 million square foot, $50 billion home, you know, swimming, bowling, watching movies on a 72 millimeter, whatever, you know, like 72 millimeter. <laughs> I love it. Our math, you know, our math skills. Yeah, our, I mean, I never said I was a math magician, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, you know, it's like F off Kylie Jenner. I I'm stuck here with my, we used our patio deck furniture as my office for the beginning of COVID, but you're telling me to stay home with your marble everything. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. And okay. So you and okay, well, I'll not, I'm not going to talk about our ages. You're significantly young, younger than I am, but <laughs> the people around your age, the millennials, you're millennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I feel like people your age look to celebrities and what they say as, um, they look to them more than people my age and I'm pretty old. She's not that old. No, but I mean, I feel like people my age are beyond the point where we, we take anything celebrities say seriously. We don't. Right. So when they preach a to stay at home and not travel, to not kill grandma. Um, I don't take that seriously, but I feel like a lot of people, um, my family and friends, they, they it's more the politicians and what they're doing. Right, and, or like the media. Yeah, and they are actually doing the same sort of thing. Like, Yeah, I think my generation listens to celebrities because my generation grew up with Instagram and because of that, we grew up with these celebrities. Right. So it's like, Oh, I grew up with Miley Cyrus. So of course, if she tells me to stay home because I, I, you know, I'm, I shouldn't be inconsiderate and I shouldn't kill grandma. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to listen because I know Miley Cyrus since her Hannah Montana days, you know? So of course I'm going to listen to her. She seems trustworthy. She shows her tits on Instagram. So clearly she's telling me the truth, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like this episode is really going to show our age difference. That's okay. That's you didn't fun. grow up with Miley Cyrus. She grew up with like 
I don't know. No, no, I grew Sh- up. <laughs> no, when I was young. Sean Connery. No, I'm just kidding. No, well, kind of. No. Just kidding. <laughs> no, on, in all honesty, like, it was Billy Ray Cyrus, Miley mm. Cyrus' father. Like, you Break Your Heart was a big hit when I was young. That's his only hit, though, for the record. Yeah, it, I guess. <laughs> but he was the big thing when I was young. So, like, yeah. we are coming at this topic from... Similar but different places. Yes, definitely. Yes. So just going back to like the Kardashian thing, my husband and I decided to watch the entire Keeping Up with the Kardashians show during the pandemic. I mean, pandemic. Um, And I remember at the end of the like latest season that has um, that just came out, um, Kim Kardashian was thrown a surprise 40th birthday party, which is great. Sure. But they spent most of the beginning of the season being like, Stay home, stay home, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. We're staying home, you know, all this crap. We haven't even seen each other. We're just staying home. And then they throw this huge blowout party in Hollywood where they have rapid COVID testing and all this stuff. There's like, I don't know, there must be at least 100 people there. Right. At any rate, even if there's more than 10 people, that's inconsiderate and hypocritical. And, you know, I was just kind of like, really? Like, this is like the epitome of hypocrisy. Not only are those COVID tests so elite, and expensive. Mm-hmm. You also have the audacity to throw a party where there's like 50 billion other stupid celebrities, you know, preaching who spend their time on social media preaching at us about staying home and yet they're, you know, wearing Versace at wherever they held the party. I just I don't understand. And yet we still like, you know, look up to these people, you know, look up, but I don't understand why people can't, you know, like realize that these people are not like moral arbiters like they can't tell us what to do and we shouldn't listen to them when they do like f off kim kardashian i love you but f off like (laughs) so for the celebrities who claim to be so woke and for the people and about uh equity and everything isn't these like rapid tests the height of elitism I mean, I think so. I don't even know how much they cost, but like... Well, they're not accessible to the general public. Where where are they getting them then? Can you get one? I mean, I'm pretty famous in um, my own house, but no. <laughs> no, but I mean, who... who? Okay, l- l- the movie sets. There's movie movies and yeah, TV, shows TV shows that are yeah. filming right now in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. My own local bar the bar that i used to perform in these are it's a small neighborhood venue yeah venue dive bar yeah very well known they had to close down they cannot can't have musicians play they can't have people drinking have like crowds. it's completely yeah. closed yeah even their patio was closed from the get-go right and i walked by last night with my dog and there's a film set filming in and around the bar. Yeah. How is that fair? It's not fair. It's absolutely not fair. And it's some, my husband actually brought this to my attention earlier. He said it's crazy too because the actors get to go maskless and yeah. perform, but the yeah. whole crew has to be masked even. So there's even more elitism in that venue than we would even acknowledge, you know, originally, because it's just like elitism, but then there's like more elitism and then there's like more and more, like, it's just, 
it's pretty disgusting that like we can't eat at a restaurant. Yeah. But uh, they can film D-list TV shows for CTV. Yeah. In you know this said venue. Yeah. How do people not like reconcile that? Yes. People, let's say someone um, lost their parent this year and was unable to go to their funeral. Yeah. And they walk by this film set. With like 50 people. Yes. Minimum 50. Yeah. Yeah. How does that not red pill them? Well. It should. It should, but I think like the biggest issue is that we, for some reason, idolize these people. Yeah. Like, they're called the stars for a reason because we look up to them, right? So yeah. people will be like, oh, that's, I can look forward to this D-list show starring this Canadian D-list actor, you know? Like, woohoo, that's going to be entertainment for me during the pandemic when we're in lockdown number 50, you know? Like, I think people don't... I think because these people, we grow up seeing these people as better than us and richer than us and prettier and whatever, we're so used to it that now it's kind of like, oh yeah, of course they can do that. But no, I don't, I don't deserve to see my whoever in the hospital because I'm just a commoner. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're feeling. I don't know how they can walk by that and not see how it's such a kick to the gut. They're probably not thinking about it. I don't know. You think I don't they know. are? I think they are. I think, um, yeah, well, they must. I, I mean, I hope, I hope it causes people to question things like, I don't know, nothing grinds my gears more than people filming right now. But also like, can we talk about the Super Bowl? Okay. Yeah. Like you, like you said earlier, it was like 25,000 people there i think that's what the numbers were around that however big that stadium is yeah someone who likes sports can you know correct us but like let's say twenty five thousand people twenty five thousand people can congregate yeah but i can't go to church yeah restaurants with like 10 tables can't open no of course not like to further your point you're right like why aren't people waking up because there is a hierarchy here yeah there's just the rich who can do whatever the f they want, and then there's the rest of us. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, there's everybody is angry, not just like at the lockdowns and losing their jobs and losing their livelihoods and being able to see their their loved ones. They're they're getting angrier now because of the hypocrisy. But like to dispute you, like people still tuned into the Super Bowl knowing this. Yeah. So why? Like, and I'm it- sure a lot of people still got together and had little Super Bowl parties and stuff. Sure, yeah. like small joys. That's fine. I'm not gather away friends, but like to support the Super Bowl. Like, are we then just feeding into this? Like, yeah. I know it's like I know it's a nice escape to watch these shows, to to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, to watch the Super Bowl, to you know listen to whoever's music, but like. What does that really do for us if we're just supporting these people who are literally laughing at us? Yeah, it's true. It's it's true. I don't. I didn't see. I heard barely a peep of the criticism of the the Super Bowl or the award shows or the actors on film sets. Yeah, and or the BLM protests. There's yeah. hardly a peep. But when there's an anti lockdown protest in Toronto, 
Or a Trump rally in wherever. Yeah. Yeah. That's when there's media outrage. That's when people really, really get angry. And people get arrested for no reason. Get arrested. And also, like, they came into, they walked right in my neighborhood, the anti-lockdown protesters. And there's always been such a, it's a small handful of people. It's it's not grown in months, right? Yep. We talked about that last time. Yeah. Yeah. But this last week... When they walked through my neighborhood, people from their balconies were literally throwing ice and water onto the protesters. In winter. In the winter. It's like below the cops 20. Were, the cops were there. There was police presence. Did nothing. Did nothing. Yeah. And they even told them, these people are throwing ice and water at us. And they said, mm, what are you going to do? Could you imagine if we went to a set and we started throwing shit oh. at those actors yeah. would we or would we or would we not be in huge garbage we'd be arrested so quickly yeah yeah exactly like there is a double standard here like there is a huge double standard and i think that people just need to wake the f up yeah they do but they're not going to not in canada so i mean i agree with you but also what do we do when we enjoy celebrities who are doing these hip- hypocritical things? Like, can we still watch their shit? Can we still listen to them? Can I still enjoy NFL? I don't enjoy NFL. Um, they're cute, but you know, like, what do we do? Like, is there no enjoyment left for us? Because these used to be like mindless escapes. But if if someone's being a huge ass hypocrite, like, I don't want to support them. Yeah, you don't. And but I... if they're all hypocrites, right. can we support them? Right. You know, I don't know. I just, me personally, if they're an ass or an idiot or a hypocrite, I just stop. Not as, um, what's the word? Like a protest, like a personal protest. Yeah. But just, I don't like them. If I don't like you, I'm not, I'm going to stop liking yeah. what you do. And I'm not going right. to boycott like Procter and Gamble or anyone or any of these big corporations that um, are woke or anything like that. I don't make a concentrated effort to boycott anything or anyone. Yeah. I just naturally do. Right. And that just, yeah. But what do we do as conservatives, you know, who value freedom when it all just becomes boycottable? Like, what do we do? Because remember, even like that conservative girl was, um, who's like a Sephora influencer. Oh, yes. She was... Um, canceled by Sephora and a bunch of my friends were like oh we can't go to Sephora anymore and I said well if you don't go to Sephora then you can't shop anywhere yeah because you know these places induce like slave labor in wherever across the country like uh, like in other parts of the world you know so like where do we draw the line because everything is like as conservatives everything in our life is going to be cancelable yeah so we do need to set a line for ourselves like can I still shop at Sephora Arguably, they have the best moisturizer for my skin type. You know, am I happy about what they did? No, but I also think justice will be served. Yeah. So what do you do personally? Do you still shop at Sephora? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because I think if if I decide to boycott one thing, then I have to do my due diligence and I have to stop supporting like across the board. Yeah. Across the board. That. And then where the heck do we shop? Yeah. Like, you know, this is a disgusting world. No, but it's true. <laughs> it's like if you cancel based on your convictions, that leaves you like wearing 
mud on your face. You you have yeah. to make your own makeup and you have to like. Ooh, that would be interesting to watch. I'm sure someone would watch that YouTube video. No. <laughs> but if you're you... absolutely right though. Then you just got to grab some mud, slap it on and say, I look good. <laughs> like, no, and you're stuck eating Chick-fil-A every single for breakfast, lunch and dinner, right? And yes. Yeah. Yes. No, so, that's a good point. No, I get what you're saying. Also, politicians. We haven't even talked about elitism and our politicians. Is that really? Is it really a new thing that the politicians are hypocrites, big flaming hypocrites? Well, I'm I think a, it's become more pronounced. Do you think? I'm a little surprised that there wasn't more of a. I mean, I don't. I'm not a huge believer in cancellations here, but Gavin Newsom going to French Laundry, you know, California. I know he only represents like half of California, but their lockdown. They were effed. Yeah, they were one of, if not the New York and California. Yeah, I think it's even more strict in California. Like, you can't have anyone over. You can't do anything. It's like summer all year there. You can't eat on the patio because apparently that's bad now. All this crap. And Gavin Newsom has the audacity to go to French Laundry with his 12 friends to celebrate his his political advisor's birthday. Shoulder to shoulder, baby. It's pretty gross. But, like, what about the Canadian politicians? Oh, well, yes. Um, I mean, our Ontario finance minister went to St. Bart's. Uh, Tracy Allard, minister of municipal affairs, took a trip to Hawaii. Uh, Jason Kenney's chief of staff, um, Jamie Huckabee, also admitted to spending time in the UK over the holidays. Like, there is a lot of elitism happening in Canada. Yes. Also, I'm pretty sure Justin Trudeau went to Barbados. Yeah, so... I want to make the point that it's not just the liberals or the people that no. are the people that are in charge of enforcing the lockdowns who are breaking these rules. No, this is a left or right issue. This it's, is nonpartisan. No, exactly. Yes, but there, like, there is elitism, and yes. as conservatives, we should be concerned about this. Like, if someone on your side is being a hypocrite, like, you should stand up to that. Yeah, like. Absolutely. Like, wasn't there also like a story recently about how there's, um, there's some like evidence potentially about even our mayor, John Tory, Jellyfish John, as we like to call him, <laughs> being yeah. caught in Florida. I mean, I know there's not like, you know, hard evidence, but still like someone's at his mansion there. Yeah. Even if it's not him, it's still arguably hypocritical. Yeah, it is. You know, Mr. Mask Mandate. He's the one who mandated that. Like, but you get to go and sip Shiraz in Florida? Like, no thank you, Jellyfish John. <laughs> like, But they're all, I mean, these are the ones, we're only seeing the ones that are being caught, right? Yeah. S- or sort of caught, like John Tory. We have no idea. And there are probably so many more examples of the ones who haven't been caught on camera. Yeah, that's a good point too. And, you know, I remember like Nicole Arbor said, you know, like the rich and the intelligent have decided not to obey these lockdowns. So they're just living their lives and going on vacation, et cetera, et cetera. But I actually thought that was elite of her to say, because most of us, if we go and travel, if we go and disobey these lockdown measures, even if there is legal help or financial help, like we don't know that for sure. Like we can't afford to face the consequences of disobeying the law. Yeah. Like, it's kind of elitist, 
like for her as a libertarian to yeah. say that. Yeah. Because you are rich. She's not just rich. She ha- she has a platform. Exactly. So if she calls someone out, people will listen to her and back her up and yes. support her. The average person, like say me for example, like I don't even have time. Like I work a full-time job. I don't if I break any of if I get a covid ticket for You don't even have the time to dispute it. I don't. I, I don't have the time to even like research what my rights are. I yeah. do, but like it would take me a long time to go through everything. Absolutely. And then, you need a lawyer. Yes. Find legal representation yeah. and stuff like that. There's no way I even, I want to say that I will risk everything yeah. and hopefully I would win. I would, but I don't. You don't know that. There's nothing secure about that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And also, yeah, and everything's done through Zoom, and I don't do Zoom because I'm an old person. She's not that old, <laughs> no. people. <laughs> no, there would be. <laughs> I just imagine there's like this mud Zoom. on your face because no. you don't shove in Sephora anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like dirty, and there's a my Zoom court case comes up, and I can't even put the volume on. I'm muted because I can't figure out how to work Zoom. Well, they'd like. I that. would show up as a cat. <laughs> You know, I'd show up as a cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that lawyer. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of switching gears, but not really. Um, in general, though, you know, why are people so quick to trust and believe celebrities? Like, why? Like, because we always have. I know, but like, they're not politicians. They're, they're not, not even smart. They're literally just like products of whoever is behind them, like, You know, the people behind them are smart, not them. For sure. But they're brands. Like, celebrity has become about branding, right? Yes. And that's because of who runs these companies who who work their PR and brand them. Yeah. They're creations. Yes. Right? They're products. Yeah. Yes. And especially Hollywood. And I'm not going to get into conspiracies, but like Hollywood and the CIA have a long history of working together. Yes. So, and that's as far as I will comment on that, but there's a reason why, like everything sort of is coming together. That's. Yes. It's being tied up with a nice bow. I, I, I'm just, it's concerning to see like people look to celebrities for their political advice, you know, for, for health advice, for like mental health advice. Like these people are not on your level. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like there must be like a deeper reason for this. Like, is it like godlessness? Like are people just like so empty inside that they're like, oh my God, it's Beyonce. You know, like whatever she says is religion, you know? Well, that's the, that's anti-conservatism. Okay. Conservatism is about um, family and the family unit and strength values, strength in your family and values and everything about the globalist agenda is about destruction of the family. Right. The nuclear family. Right. Yes. So that's very powerful. They've been working a long time for this and it's working. Well, yeah, I think even Candace Owens has mentioned before that like, like on fatherlessness, you know, like if I don't have a dad, well, and I'm like in the hood in America, who am I going to look to? I'm going to look to Jay-Z, Jay-Z's my dad, you know, or whoever rapper, you know, whoever has influence in that neighborhood, like that's my dad and that's where I learned my values. So that's my, 
idol, I guess. And that's my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. I just think there needs to be like a red pilling. And I think we all just need to like cool it with like the celebrity worship. I mean, like I've all, I've known that for a long time because yeah. I'm ancient old. dinosaur. She's not that old. So I, f- I feel like, and it's not a conspiracy. I think um, for so many years, it's the destruction of the family unit has been in full swing. And I think I'm starting to realize more and more why, and I didn't when I was younger, I didn't realize that, okay, family's great, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have your back and everything. But I realize now, now that I have a, a son, like a preteen, this past year, and I, I've seen how they've slowly, his friends and classmates, they've slowly lost connection to each other, which is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I've also realized the how much a parent's role plays in a child's life because I see no matter how much fun he has on his computer and he spends most of his time on the computer and it's sad that I have to admit that but that's just the way it is there's so much coming from he's inundated with all of media and everything online it's a virtual world it is a virtual world especially for when you're locked down yeah but when I go for a walk with him or when I take him to work for two hours, which is rare, the impact I can see, it's, it's unbelievable how much impact those moments have on him. Well, and how much influence you have on him in those moments. Yes. Yeah. And that's what, I really believe that's these people who are these globalists or whatever you want to call it, the media, the... Whoever. Technocracy, whoever is in charge, they know this. They know why the family unit is important. Because yeah, it has because more, it supersedes everything else. It has more powerful. Yeah. It has more power than, than anything. That's why they want to destroy it. That's why, that's my biggest argument for conservatism. Not conservatism, conservatism. Hey. Conservatism. <laughs> no, and going back to your earlier point, you know, like... Growing when you grow up with someone who teaches you, hey, celebrities, they're fun, but they don't, they're not mom and dad. Yeah. You know, like I'm your mom, I'm your dad, I'm going to teach you these values. And I think, like, when we ask ourselves why are particularly millennials so consumed with celebrities and what they have to say, I think it's because, like, millennial parents, and this is not to like hate on anyone or anything, but they got divorced. Like our, my generation of parents were divorced the most, you know? And like, so it was like separate families. So it was like conflicting. Like mom would say one thing maybe, but dad, you know, who lives down the road would say another. And like, I was blessed to have like a two parent household. And that's not to say as a single parent, you can't do it on your own, of course, but like to have, to be rooted in those values, like from both sides all the time growing up, you know, my parents were always like, celebrities, they're fun, but like, they're, they're kind of idiots and we shouldn't listen to them and we shouldn't look to them for, you know, our identity or for any of this, you know, I think it's really powerful. And to your point, you're right. Like 
of course that's what like globalists want like or whoever the family the family is powerful it is and that's why like a child's for a child celebrity from from when they're very young should be the parent that should be their superstar and that's how i feel like it used to be right what they said had so much impact if they tell you this is the way it is that's the way it is yeah now people young kids are being raised by celebrities yeah well because the media is a monster yeah well social media is like an even bigger monster no you're absolutely right because if your kid is spending you know all their time online well that's a majority of their time right so that's what they're consuming so who they discover and who they like and who they relate to that's who they are consuming yeah so it, it is powerful especially when you're a child and your brain's not developed yeah for sure. I mean, and I feel like I'm easily influenced as an adult, let alone a yeah. <laughs> child, you know? No. So basically, the issue here is, like, the basically the point of this episode is, why are we listening to people and taking direction from people who don't care about us, who don't care about who we are, what we do, you know, where we live, They don't care about any of it. So moral of the story here, folks, stop listening to celebrities. They don't care about you. All you do is give them more money. Thank you for listening. We are InfoHores. Bye.